She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. How are you? I am I am doing good. Listen, you, um, we got a little bit of a drizzle out at our yes. place. You 66 know, 66 degrees. Oh, six, my God. oh, I know. It's I'm amazing. like a happy little colt. I the know. There you go. There you <laughs> Bouncing go. Bouncing around. So we, uh, was just, there was, uh, rain all over the, the hill country this weekend and little places, bits mm-hmm. in here. It was hit and miss. <clears throat> it was a miss. It was a miss. Angela and I live about a mile apart as the crow flies. Yeah, that's right. So we, we do not live together, but at our places, <laughs> At our places, um, we didn't get none of that. No, I think we got a sprinkle. We got a Town sprinkle. Got, uh, Fredericksburg got a nice shower. Yeah. Very nice shower. And I'm not sure about Kerrville. Um, comfort. Road Dog. I don't know where Road Dog lives, but he posted on Truth Social, and Road Dog is one of our big listeners. Uh, I inherited him uh, from Harley. He listened, oh, cool. been listening to Harley for years, and... Uh, Road Dog was posting some stuff stuff on Truth Social and had a big rainbow over his place. So Woo-hoo. there we go, folks. We have more on the program today than uh, we may just lock the door and uh, keep Lorraine out and go till 1030 because we have so much to talk yes. about today. First of all, uh, go vote tomorrow. Go vote tomorrow. Go vote it tomorrow. It is the official day to vote. <laughs> and, uh, and I love it. Yes, we uh, we vote. Um, we try to vote on election day, and yes, we have sir. been recommending that most people go vote on election day. Uh, the security of your ballot is uh, the key the key yes. element here. It really and is. We believe that your ballot is more secure if you vote on election day. So, just a couple of things um, in uh, in in uh, um, over in Kerrville. Um, our good friend uh, Jack Kremen is uh, running for a, a precinct chair in Precinct 405. Yes. And we've known Jack and Ruth for a long time. And uh, so they're going to do uh, 405. If you live in 405, uh, make sure you vote for Jack Kremen. And over in, in uh, Gillespie County, if you live in Precinct 13, our good friend David Tribes, a member of the Tea Party, um, just a great, great guy running up against a... And a, 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 a some rhinos, yeah, serious yeah. rhino over yeah. there, very been, very serious rhino. Been that way for years. Uh, they Un- keep coming back, and David is the incumbent. He's done a fantastic job as a precinct chair, um, and that's the guy to vote for. Let's keep David in in yes. precinct thirteen, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, if you haven't again, if you haven't voted, uh, we're going to talk about how important it is to vote for Raul Reyes oh, for yes, our we Senate. Are. Oh my goodness! Listen, folks, we got to get Raul yes, in there. We do. Um, and uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about some of those things today. Um, the only thing I have on the calendar besides voting tomorrow is the Hill Country, uh, the Kirk County Patriots. The Kirk County Patriots are meeting tonight at uh, 6 o'clock at 451 Guadalupe Street in Kerrville. And their guest uh, speaker is Tara Bushno with the um, uh, Upper Guadalupe River Authority. Mm. Uh, most of us around here just refer to it as UGRA. Yeah, is that what okay. you've always said, UGRA? No? Okay. Mm, Upper Guadalupe River Authority, UGRA. And uh, so uh, that is their guest tonight. And so 
Hey, you need to go out and listen. These are these are interesting conversations, like real eye opening. Mm-hmm. So I was at a at a uh, meeting last week, and someone from their uh, water district came out and spoke. Gal, this gal was so awesome, and she just really informed us about how we need to be involved and all that sort of thing. So this could be another one, another one of those kind of meetings where you you don't know that it's going to be that exciting, but it really kind of is interesting very good stuff yeah all right there you go that's tonight at six o'clock at 451 guadalupe street and they go support the kirk county patriots i think there's probably if we had a a door knocking uh block walking award whoever put in the most miles um in block walking i hope that um i hope that our friend uh, maria is wearing one of those step counters or (laughs) It would, it would be really interesting next time if it's not happening this time, but next time, or maybe someone like Kareen. Yes. I would love yes. to see a uh, a, uh, a steps count mm-hmm. for either Kareen up in Gillespie County yes. or uh, Maria down in Kirk, Kirk County. Yeah, and those, she's walked Gillespie, too. And she's walked Gillespie, walked too. All. And so uh, those people are out there, and uh, just uh, get go go uh, visit with maria and find out what kind of shoes she wears there you go you know because whatever kind of shoes maria is buying and wearing for walking that's what you want so um and the same for cream we've got to find out what kind of shoes they wear um so that's what we have on the calendar um let's uh i do want to talk quickly about um i did get a uh, my account as well as the fredericksburg tea party truth a social account up over the last few days so if you are on truth a social um if you're like me i uh there was just the phone version of it up until about Mm -hmm. a week or so ago and i was number you know 186,000 or something it took me quite a bit of time to finally get my account open um but now there is a desktop version and uh i went in thinking well the fredericksburg tea party is going to have to wait you know, um, and I popped open the desktop version, and there it was. Um, put it onto my computer, and uh, I open account for the Fredericksburg Tea Party. And so, what I'm going to try to do, and listen, I'm not a big social media. I wasn't even big on Facebook when we were there. I did have three pages that all got yes. got. Uh, we all got kicked off yes, uh, December uh, two years ago in December. Um, very likely by someone in the city of Fredericksburg. Yes. It's very, very likely. Pretty much uh, everything points in that direction. But we're on Truth Social now, and my handle is FBG Matt, FBG Matt. And if you live around here, you know exactly what FBG stands for, Fredericksburg. Yes. FBG Matt and FBG Tea Party. Cool. So go sign up, follow, get Truth Social. I've been fairly impressed with it so far. It's, uh, but again, I'm not that big of a social media user, but I'm going to try to use social media. And I think what I'm going to do is start putting my links and uh, things from this show every yes. day up onto um, FBG Matt and uh, FBG Tea Party. And so go check that out, sign up, uh, follow us there, and uh, help me get uh, that going on uh, Truth Social. Oh, see, and I just got a text. Oh, Dave, there we go. I just got David. Thank you. And Jacqueline. All right. People right now just lining up to uh, follow us on Truth Social. 
So um, there you go. And uh, let's give you a little Ben Franklin. And this one is in honor of Angela. She's got her second grandbaby. Grandbaby coming along. On the way. Yep. Um, went to a, um, I can't, is it fair to call it a baby shower if I went? Was it a shower and there were men there? <laughs> yes. It was a shower yes. and there were men there. Yes. In fact, I'm not kidding, Angela. I think there were more men than women at this there show. There may have been. There may have been. That was because sent. they like a good party. Because that's right. And Angela throws a good party. So here is a Ben Franklin in honor of Angela and her second grandbaby on the way. Here's what Ben said in 1735. A ship under sail and a big-bellied woman are the handsomest two things that can be seen in common. And so there you go. <laughs> Pregnant women that. and a ship under sail, <laughs> Ben Franklin says, are the two most beautiful things. Folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Folks, we are back. Uh, it's Monday. We have Angela Smith in the house with us here. Oh, yeah. And um, we, we got a bunch of things going on. First, right after the election in Fredericksburg, our local uh, city election, yep. one of our city council members stepped down. Right after the election. Right after the That's election. Vacated uh, the seat, uh, yep. which leaves, according to the, I guess, our charter or whatever, the rules, uh, that the uh, city council and the mayor can replace that um, yes. empty seat. They can put someone in there. Yes. I don't know if they could choose to have a special election. I I don't know. I'm not sure all the details. I just know that that's they, they are charged with uh, replacing. So they're going to replace this uh, empty yes. seat. Um, that We just recently had an election. Yes, we did. There were two seats open. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the, the, the top two vote-getters got those two seats. And so there is this idea now floating around to see what you think about it, that the person who got third place in that race mm -hmm. should now become, fill that empty seat. Right. What do you, tell me your ideas on that. Well, here are my ideas on it. I'm, and and um, I'm going to start with, this is a, a very recent election. I mean, like a week ago, right? Mm -hmm. or so. May 7th. Yes, May 7th. So when you look at that and you just had someone step up, campaign, uh, fundraise, spend some money, spend some time saying they want to serve the city. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. um, it seems to me that you would not go out and you and people actually voted for him. He did get a a very large number of votes. And, and in the election before, got a large yes, number of votes. Yes, he did. And if you look at this election versus the elections before, um, there were more people getting out over at one issue, um, which was STRs mm -hmm. in Fredericksburg. This was a Fredericksburg issue. Short-term uh, rentals. Yes. So the, the, the folks that won those uh, that got the two most votes for the, the first first and second, were a lot of those voters were just STR voters. Okay. So if you take them, those guys out of the equation, let's just say they they, they – actually got new voters in and i believe that they did um that puts your third place person in a in a position to say that they really got a very large number of votes and may have actually 
been in that first or second right. spot if you hadn't brought out those new voters be- over that one issue. Over the short-term rental issues. Yeah, yes. that does make so, sense. With all that said, why would the city council go out into the community and almost start the process over? Looking for someone yes. new to fill that yes. seat. Yes, that would be uh, someone that would represent the people. Right. When you just had an election on the 7th, and this guy came in third. and McDonald. Repre- McDonald. What's rep- his name? James McDonald. James McDonald, thank uh, you. Yes, James McDonald garnered that many votes um, yep. representing the will of the people. I just think it makes common sense. I agree. I agree with you. Now, the only way we're going to make that happen is um, if you live in the city of Fredericksburg and um, call up any of the city council members, call the mayor, call the mayor's office. Yes. um, Be very polite and tell them that you really think, uh, yeah, just repeat what Angela just said. Yes. This guy, uh, James McDonald, has uh, come in. He's been the runner-up in the last two elections. Mm -hmm. So you've got a two. He didn't just come out of nowhere. Right. So we have two election cycles where this guy has almost gotten in. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead, and I think the uh, city council should um, go ahead and 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 seat him. And, again, the question of whether or not uh, we're supposed to have a a special election or if that's an option, that's something we can look into. But we need a functioning city council. So uh, get in touch if you're uh, concerned in Fredericksburg about that. Make sure you make a phone call. Be nice. Be polite, and just yeah. give them a little bit of yeah. logic. We the, we just gave you real simple. All right, um, we got another quick one here. Did Abbott renew the emergency declaration? The emergency declaration, which we've been under for now a little over two years, mm-hmm. is only good for thirty days. And every thirty days, the governor has been renewing mm-hmm. the emergency declaration. Okay. And uh, it quietly um, went away yesterday. The last 30 days went away yesterday. Now, Fabulous news. (laughs) See, here's the interesting thing, though. Every month, that's never been a news item. Right. I mean, can you think of the last three or four months where where the news broke that Abbott renews the emergency declaration? Right. Because it's no. such an emergency. <laughs> yeah, no, we we've I've never even heard about it. Well, now I don't watch yeah. Austin News on TV or anything like that. I don't either. But I do. I do. Man, I do. I get a lot of online sources, newspapers, yes. magazines online, um, and even there, it, it's you know it's never been deemed newsworthy. Worthy. Right. So um, I'm not sure. I did look on the governor's website this morning. Um, by the way, the governor's website is real easy to find. It's gov.texas.gov. So um, gov.texas.gov. I found nothing on there about the renewed emergency declaration. So maybe, cross our fingers, we may have gotten out from under the emergency declaration as of Fantastic. yesterday. That would be nice. We'll see. And I just one one thought I had was how does that coincide then with 42 Chapter 42 from yeah. the feds, which did not go away. We're, when we were all begging for it not to go away, we wanted a state of emergency on our border. border right. A or federal we actually state have an of emergency <laughs> on our border, but we don't want one here in the state. I don't know. If I were a Democrat, I'd be jumping up and down all over this one because there's, there's not any consistency 
Right. If we're if we want to get rid of our uh, health emergency here in Texas, mm-hmm. then it, being consistent, you'd want to get rid of the health emergency on, oh, the, border. on the border. Yeah. yeah. So and see there and so, but we need another kind of emergency declared on the border, like an invasion. Like an invasion. Yeah. That's where we need to be on this. So watch the news today and uh, see what you uh, think about. Um, see if we uh, if uh, Abbott renews that or doesn't renew it. I'll uh, do a little bit of a deeper dive this evening and see if anything came up. Uh, but there was nothing on the governor's website this morning that I could find. Um, we've got a couple of minutes left, and I don't want to spend a lot of time with this. And um, I get, on a regular basis, um, I'll get a phone call on the way home or a text or an email from someone who's been listening, and they will either, you know, point out something that they disagree with or don't like, which is great. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love responding to them and going on. And um, if it's just a one-of, a one-off, I usually don't say anything on the air about it. If it's one-off, I don't say anything. I'm not going to bring it up. This one, however, we have gotten lots of people have contacted not only me and not only this program, but the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Mm-hmm. We've had members of the Tea Party who were uh, sending emails to both you and I um, over um, over the the endorsements of certain organizations in the state. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use Texas Values. But it wasn't just Texas values, and I have had people, and the Tea Party has had folks request that we, I don't know, break up with Texas values over their endorsements. Okay. Would you, where do you stand on divorcing an organization or a group? It might even be your local Republican Party or somebody like Texas values or Name a person. Maybe you don't like who Kyle Biederman endorsed mm-hmm. in the primary. We're talking mm-hmm. in the primary. Mm-hmm. Do we just divorce them? Do we break up with them? Well, Matt, um, so I have spoken to people recently who have not been happy with an organization that I am trying to support. Okay. Because the leadership is so conservative, and I am so sure of that. Mm-hmm. There's no wavering. I know that they're going to be right, I mean, 99% of the time. Okay. I mean, I, I can say that pretty pretty heartily. But um, I've seen where conservatives that should be backing this person because they are, in turn, trying to turn around an organization that's gone Rogue. rhino, yeah, rhino, gone, yeah. On, gone rhino, so to speak, um, and they they they're having a hard time overcoming the bad reputation that this organization has. Okay, but the leadership is so good that if they could get behind the leadership, maybe they can turn the organization around. Okay, <clears throat> now, so. I'm, so that's 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 where I'm at on any organization. If the leadership is trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. then try to get behind them until they prove themselves <laughs> weak. Uh, right. You know, maybe again and again and again. I don't know, but um, try to get behind that leadership. 
because they, that's the only way you're going to turn that organization around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it seems that, in my opinion, the leadership was super conservative, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, maybe not so much anymore. Okay, for reasons that I don't understand or don't know, I I have my thoughts on that, um, but that's it's concerning. Okay, so we have. Um uh, one of the things that the that the establishment has told us over the years is let's not fight each other in the primaries, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They what they're saying is don't fight the establishment right. in the primaries. That's right. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But they're making it come across of, and one of their things is look, the more trash you bring up in the primaries, then. The Democrats are going to pick that up from us. Listen, in November. In November. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The Democrats have more trash on our people <laughs> than we do. We, we don't have to worry about that. But it's always the establishment that says, don't fight during the primaries. Folks, that is when we have to fight. That's the only time you get to fight. Is during the primaries. And let me tell you, the... Um, but this is... These are fights that are appropriate, but we don't break up over them. We right. face down each other. We pick, okay, I'm going to support, uh, we saw it, let's just use the governor's race. I'm going to support uh, West, mm-hmm. and you're going to support Huffines. Right. Right? Right. Now, that's not the same as me supporting Abbott and you supporting Beto, right? It's ex- exactly. It's not at all no. the same. But if, if come November, if you're supporting Beto, Angela, we're not going to have a Monday morning Angela Smith show. <laughs> That's right. All right. There's going to be a serious divorce. There's going to be a serious <laughs> divorce here. Um, but during the primaries, that's when we're supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. But you don't make enemies during the primary. primary. Right. You don't divorce someone during the primaries. Right. My wife had a West sticker on her on her car. And I'm I'm a, I was a Huffines guy. Yeah. So you know we and we parked next to each other and it was okay. And we're all going to get together and vote for Abbott in the fall. We're all going to do that because we know he that. won the primary. But so when when it comes to Texas values, because that was the one specifically that has been pointed out, folks. I'm not going to break up with Texas values over this. Where we had our differences. Do we have, like Angela said, I don't know what's going on there. Angela, isn't that what you said mm-hmm. earlier? Mm-hmm. I did say that, and yeah. I'm not sure. We're not sure what's going on so there. They had gonna, some weird endorsements. Yeah, a lot of weird endorsements. And so we're going to kind of take a look at that as we go forward. Yeah. And you, we may decide outside of the primary, yeah, we're, we're not on the same path any mm-hmm. longer mm-hmm. at some point. But we give it a lot of time, Matt, especially when we've been working with somebody as close as we have with Texas values, yeah, we don't, any we, we don't get, yeah, we don't get, we don't get in a huff and no, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to do we that. We just don't do that. And uh, but we'll, but we'll have our eyes a little bit more open. Yeah. Now, get to tell you what we did break up with a group. We're not going to name names, but last year, a couple of years ago, yes. we we got involved yes. with a with a, a couple of years ago, we got involved with an organization that proclaimed to be grassroots conservatives. Yes. And after watching them for a while and being yes. with them for a while, we realized they were not. And it wasn't even questionable. No. They were straight down the line yeah. uh, rhinos yeah. and decided to create some kind of little, uh, you know, man, we're going to come in and grab some of these grassroots yeah. conservatives. And that's what they're trying to do. And they fooled us yes. for a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, but we're because over they've that. done some good work. They've done some seriously good work. But like I said, mm, they got they off. had gotten so far off yes. the track it was easy to pick. Yes. On that, so we're watching that, and um, we're not going to break up quickly. Uh, with uh, we're not going to have that. I call it the Facebook reaction. Somebody writes something on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh my God, I can't believe it!" Clickety click, 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 click. Um, that is so dangerous. We don't do that, right. and uh, so we're not going to do that with our organizations. All right, folks. Um, all right, folks. We'll uh, be right back. See, I'm already getting some pushback um, on what we just said, and I know it's I'm okay. going to get some. That's all it's right. Okay. <clears throat> we still love we, you. Uh, yeah, we are questioning them. All right, we we'll are. be right back. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, folks, we are back. I want to very quickly go over something I went over either on Thursday or Friday. I'm looking at my notes, and uh, it was either Thursday or Friday. Um, We talked again about the Trump endorsements because I was still getting people um, telling me, oh, well, Trump endorsed so-and-so. I think I'll vote for them, and it was just like, oh, just tears just flooded out of me. Just wanted to pull my hair out. And and uh, what dawned on me was this idea of what attracted people to Trump in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was he wasn't afraid to speak up, speak right. out. He didn't hold back anywhere. No. He was politically incorrect right. on a very regular basis. Right. He was a disruptor. Yes. He was, what else can you think of? He wasn't He wasn't owned by any any donors. He wasn't owned by so any donors. that just freed him up to everything you just said. And he, he didn't have to worry. He, and, he bankrolled his own campaign. And, I mean, of course, we all probably sent some money to him, but he didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, and so those were the things that attracted us to Trump. Now, let's take a look at who Trump endorsed in Senate District 24. He endorsed someone who is who is politically correct, mm-hmm. who is very quiet, who in his public appearances mumbled a lot and was not very clear. Right. He is not a true. He is not a. Oh, I lost track of what I was going to say. Um, he is. He was handpicked by the establishment. He was handpicked by the establishment. The establishment. Yes, Trump is trying to clean was Try, was trying to clean, clean out. out. So what Trump was trying to do, and Trump's advisor in the state of Texas, unfortunately, was establishment. Yes. And so when Trump said, "Who should I endorse?" this establishment person gave him to Trump. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is that Raúl Reyes is everything that Trump is. Yes. He will be a disruptor. He will be. He will make noise. He will be politically incorrect because he's not in the back pocket of a bunch of big he's, fat donors. He is not in anybody's he's, back that's pocket. Right. It's awesome. And, it's and, awesome. And it is absolutely. And and this, I want to go to take it from there to an interview that Matt Rinaldi did with Michael Quinn Sullivan. You can and Matt Rinaldi is the chairperson of the Republican Party of Texas, yes. the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. 
He was great when he was in the House. Mm -hmm. We loved Matt Rinaldi in the House, part of the Freedom Caucus, mm -hmm. um, and uh, is responsible for a lot of conservative things that happened up in the Capitol. And there weren't that many uh, during the last three or four sessions. And now Matt Rinaldi is the chairperson of the Republican Party of Texas. He will uh, be voted upon. We'll vote for um, our chairperson and vice chairwoman in uh, June when we go to the state convention. That's correct. And, um, but anyway, in this interview, and you, to hear the whole interview, you need to go to Texas Scorecard, but I do have some highlights out of it, and one of them just ties in here. Um, this is uh, the, uh, when, when uh, um, Rinaldi was asked about the primaries, the party's primary runoff elections next week. All right. This is uh, written a week ago. He said, it's, he said, I can tell you as a member of the legislature, the status quo is essentially what would happen unless you have people who are disrupting the status quo and trying to fight hard in order to get something done. We need to identify who those people are in the primary and elect the right people or the Republican priorities won't go anywhere. That's exactly right. And they haven't gone anywhere yeah, because, last three sessions. Yeah, because we are electing these establishment uh, candidates and they are it's not translating into conservative policy. And it's not going to. Mm -mm. They are just... It, they're going to take the easy way out. Yep, absolutely. It's, it's tough to get really solid conservative. Unfortunately, in the state of Texas, even though we own the House, we own the Senate, we own the the, the House of Representatives, the governor's seat, we still have a really hard fight getting our conservative Republican policy priorities. Yeah, priorities across. Yeah, don't even call them conservative. Just call them call Republican them. priorities. Yeah. yeah, It's that simple. Yeah. Republican priorities. And until we as Republicans start talking to our representatives about that yep. and really holding their feet to the fire. Mm -hmm. Now, Kyle Biederman was right there fighting for the priorities. He was always right. He there. was always fighting. Yep. And boy, did they shove him off into a corner? They yep. did. That's what's going to happen. He, and we need and we need more people so that, that you can only shove so many people into the corner. That's right. And and we need enough people who are getting shoved into the corner that they're going to turn around and come back and shove back right mm -hmm. right back at them. Mm -hmm. And and if we keep electing these soft whiny, you know, it doesn't matter how nice their mustache is, if you keep putting them in office and they keep voting with the rhinos, you're going to still keep getting the yep. same dadgum results. Yes. Now one of the part of the problem is, and so what I love is that uh, Matt Rinaldi right there says we need to have people who are disrupting the status quo. Raul Reyes will disrupt the status yes. quo. He will. I guarantee yes. you. I don't I between Justin Berry and Ellen Troxclair, I'm not sure if either one of them will be disruptive. I don't have that faith. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna vote for Ellen and I think, I think Ellen I think she'll the closest we yes. can get to being disruptive. Yes. I don't think Justin will, no. um, because he's already tied himself well, already to the teachers' unions well, no. and the unions. He's endorsed and, by Greg Abbott. And he very clearly no. said he he's, didn't think that we should, uh, I think he was on the amnesty as well as committee yes. chairs. He talked about, well, we all have to work together and be yes. nice and friendly. So I don't think Justin Berry is. I have some faith. I have more faith in Ellen. Um, but I'm not sure she understands that she's going to have to fight on day one. Right. 
this whole chairperson of the committees. Yes. Folks, that decision is not something that they debate and talk about for the first six weeks of the <laughs> right. of the session and then decide who to put in. Right. That is in the rules, yes. and those rules must be changed on business. day one. Yeah. On day one. And if only last year two people stood up against those rules. Uh, last session. The mm-hmm. session before that, no one did. Mm-hmm. The session before that, there was a group that stood up, a small group, including Kyle Biederman, who stood up against it, mm-hmm. but it didn't go anywhere. Um, folks, they're going to have Democrats in the chair, chair chairmanships again, unless your representative, unless your representative, whether that's Ellen or Justin, stand up on day mm-hmm. one and ask your ask um ask the honorable um uh, Dade Feeling D- uh, Dade Feeling and uh, no your representative right here in the hill country oh Andy Murr Andy Murr yeah. ask the honorable Andy Murr and I'll tell you what he's going to say to you all right you ready I'll give you the answer cuz I've already asked him several times and here's what Andy Murr's answer will be you'll say Andy would you please vote to change the rules to make sure that we only have republicans in the important committee chairs and here's what Andy Murr will tell you. He will say, oh, so you want us to look like Washington, D.C.? That's what he'll tell you. Okay. Because he thinks the only choice, he thinks it's a binary choice. See, he's stuck in that binary world. Okay. He thinks there's only, he thinks there's only two choices. We're mm-hmm. either dysfunctional as Washington, D.C., or we let Democrats chair the important seats in Texas. Is there? Or do you think there's some other possibilities in there? Yeah. Yes. I mean, he. The, this is common sense, Matt. We have a Republican governor. We have a Republican House. We're supposed to have a Republican Senate. Why is this such a difficult decision? We need to. The the people have spoken. They say they want re- they want what what uh, Chairman Rinaldi's talking about. We want Republican policy. That's right. So we want Republican chairs. We want the the state to be run, run. on the Republican platform and its its priorities. That's what we want. That's right. We voted for that. It's fair. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And uh, so you're going to have to contact. Um, there was something else that uh, Mr. Murr uh, was saying about that, and I'll have to recall. I'll have to go back in my brain cells and pull that one out. But um, so that's going to happen on day one, and uh, that's when they're going to have to stand up. Mm-hmm. Is on day one, and uh, so the it within um, the let's see here we go. This is Matt Rinaldi's interview. He calls them marching orders. <laughs> I love it. The Republican Party, um, the Republican Party priorities, platform and priorities, should be the marching orders of every Republican in the state of Texas. Right. If you have an R by your name, right, you should, you should be able, you should be, you should be fighting for these. Yes. These are marching orders. Um, we already see that Dade Phelan already has his own set of priorities, and he's out there talking about criminal justice reform. He he is between he and Governor Abbott. They do this. They both do this. 
you know, they'll, they'll both do this. They'll come out with their own set of priorities, and Dan Patrick does the same thing. And, and half the time, it has nothing to do with what the people want, what the You're people right. have asked for, what the That's people right. have voted into office, expecting mm-hmm. Republicans to do. So. Matt Rinaldi says, uh, I think it's united people from all wings of the Republican Party, moderate and conservative, when we win these elections, we should be appointing Republicans to run the Texas House, not Democrats. Straight after out of the chairperson of the Republican Party of the yes. state of Texas. Right. Listen, I'm going to be on the Rules Committee this year. Um, I'm going to do absolutely everything I can possibly do to make sure that we have a way of getting rid of these rhinos when they do not stand by the Republican Party platform or the priorities, you know, yes. there's going to have to be something. And I'm going to fight for that with all yes. my will to re- to to get Rule 44 stronger. Right. And so that we can hold these guys accountable. And it's uh, it's people like Andy Murr who support Dade Feeling. And, and Andy got a lot of money Take from money. Dade Phelan. And Andy him. also is backing the establishment choice for senator. Andy is backing um, the, uh, the, the, the opponent right. of uh, Raul Reyes, who is our only Senate choice yes. in the Republican Party. He's the Party. only conservative, hardworking senator, senatorial choice. He I, is. This I, other guy is, uh, is absolutely, but Andy loves him, and Andy loves... All of these uh, uh, establishment yes. Republicans and uh, it, folks, you, you got to call. You've got from now till January to get an appointment with your representative. Sit down, meet with them, and talk to them about it's time for Republicans to truly run the state of Texas, period. Yes. Don't give away our dadgum power to all of these guys. Right, right. exactly. Just don't do it. Folks, we're going to take a short break. And uh, we'll be right back with the book of Joshua. Folks, we are back, and uh, it's uh, the Monday special with Angela Smith. We doing okay, Angela? We're doing good. I'm telling Rocking you, and rolling, man. I'm, I am. I'm so frustrated with the rhinos. And uh, day one, January 10th, mm-hmm. 2023, up at the Capitol. We all need to be there. First yeah. of all, we need to go. We need statewide, and we have time now. Those of you who are listening to this on podcasts that live in other areas across the state, make sure you get an appointment with your representative. Um, if you're going to the um, if you're going to the state convention, there's a big push right now to uh, make it a priority. Uh, for the Republican Party, that we um, only put uh, chairs, Republican chairs. That's right. That is a priority. Someone, there was a discussion um, over the weekend, and I didn't look it up, but uh, I, oh, we're not too sure. Maybe someone can text me if um, uh, if that is one of the planks of the Republican Party that we have mm-hmm. all Republican mm-hmm. chairs in the committees. 
I think it is, but I would have to take a, I'd have to spend some time looking for that. Okay. Um, and, uh, but if it's not, it needs to be on the platform. It needs to be a priority and Republicans need to be ready. Mm-hmm. We need to be ready. I mean, you're, we, you know, don't California my Texas. Yeah. And then you do, you know, all of this. We're doing, about, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> and we're doing it with our eyes wide open. Yes, we are. We're doing it every time we put back in some wishy-washy like Dade Phelan. Yeah. Um, or any of his cohorts or buddies mm-hmm. up there in the, and I know some of these guys even all the way back to college days. One of them went to one of these rhinos went to college with my wife and my brothers, mm-hmm. and you would think, well, they're great. Um, so I don't know. It's uh, we need to get with your representatives. You need to start talking to them now about January. You need to let them know that, um, and even if you can get a message from your local Republican Party, that might be one way to go. Yeah. Just a uh, something, I don't know, not a resol- uh, resolution. or I, I a, think it's a, a resolution. Is that what it be? A resolution <laughs> to, to just to write to your representative. And uh, so if you live in Lynn County, then you would, uh, the Lynn County Republican uh, uh, Republicans would just write a letter to their representative. Yes. I think that's Dustin Burroughs and say, Dustin, dude, make sure on day one you vote for a rule change. Mm-hmm. Make sure on day one you fight that because there's so much going on on day one up at the Capitol that it could very easily, you get there, you've been sworn in, your family's all around you, everybody's lovey-dovey. The place is full of awesome people, and then the speaker, uh, the pro tem, uh, steps up and calls for a vote on the speaker, and everybody just goes, oh, that's our speaker, Dade Phelan, and they all vote for him. <laughs> and then it's the rules, and um, everybody, because it's just such a party day, it's fun day. I know. Parking is free. Save you $7 <laughs> when you go up on January 10th, free parking. Um, so anyway, folks. You know what? You know, you've got plenty of time now. Start talking this up before next January, and uh, we need to have a good showing on that. Um, I was reading Joshua yesterday afternoon, and I got to Joshua 24, and Joshua is, uh, he's, you know, led the people to the promised land. He's, um, he's now 100, and I believe he's 110. Um, yep, being 110 years old, he calls the people together, and he's just going to give a quick review of Israel's history, and um, and he and it's a message from God. He says, "Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel," and he then quotes God, and he talks about he basically goes over the entire history of the the Israelites and uh, and and says, see, here's where God had your back. Here's where God had your back. And then he did this, and then God did that, and then he had your back here. And then I brought you into this land where you beat all the Amorites. And then I, you know, then then blah 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 blah. blah. He goes through all of this history, and and Joshua's telling these people there, and um, and then uh, and and then he gets he says, I gave you a land on which you had not labored, and cities which you had not built and at that point in time when i read that in verse 13 i'm thinking that's exactly what our children in this generation have inherited from us mm-hmm. a land that they did not labor and cities which they did not built they're eating from our vineyards and the olive groves which they did not plant mm-hmm. 
And I got to thinking, and of course, everybody, when they get into this part of Joshua, it's all about one little tiny line at the end of verse 15. <laughs> but you got to lead up to that. I think someone out there, it may be me, it may be someone else, um, someone needs to take Joshua 24 and rewrite it as if it were a message from God to the Americans today. Okay. Starting with, starting with, um, you could start with the discovery. Right. You could start with Columbus. You could start with, uh, you could tell the stories of what happened in the early days sure. of our colonies, and God did this, and God did that, and during our fight in the revolution, God did this, mm -hmm. God did that. And then you could bring it all the way up. I think this could be perfectly written for America, giving examples out of history of where God has covered us. And now we're to the point where we have people living on a land they had not labored, cities which they had not built, and, and now you're living in them, eating vineyards and olives that they did not plant. Mm -hmm. And then it's uh, and then it's very interesting. Uh, God, uh, Joshua gives them a choice. He says, if it's disagreeable into your sight to serve the Lord, then choose for yourself. <laughs> yeah, Joshua says, yeah, whatever. Go ahead, choose somewhere else. But the very end of verse 15, he says, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. And that quote, everybody always gets that part. But, boy, you got to look at the 15 yes. verses before Love that. Love it.